We're back. Hello. It's the Pitwall Podcast, and we're going to be discussing the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix this week, where I'm just going to say it. Red Bull does, does it again. I mean, high-speed circuit, I expected nothing Yeah, I less. mean, it's, it's perfect for them. The straights are but amazing. Not, not drama-free. Not, not drama-free, drama but... The exact kind of drama I've been looking for, <laughs> if I'm being honest. This so. is what Nick wants, to have uh, Mercedes have a chance at a championship. I mean, I, I don't know if I'll say... Uh, Mercedes definitely doesn't have a chance at the championship, but if there's going to be a Red Bull championship, at least at this moment, I don't know who it's going to be. So That's true. With that said, I'm going to give you a quality in 60 really fast. So here we go. I'll try to get it within 60 seconds. Last week I did 61. So here we go. You got it. All right. All right, so in Q1, it was pretty much exactly what we expected. We saw both Williams and both McLarens in the bottom, and I lied because the McLaren was actually not in the bottom. My sheet is wrong uh, because both Alpha Taris was down there. They have, on F1's website have Nick DeVries as a McLaren driver. Oh, gosh. Um, and uh, anyway, continuing on, the biggest shock of all of qualifying <laughs> was during Q2 when Max Verstappen had gear shift issues, mm -hmm. preventing him from setting a time and starting in P15 Mm -mm. Um, with in Q3, basically it became a battle between Sergio Perez and himself. Uh, he set a really awesome time uh, with Leclerc coming in second, with Ferrari showing some decent qualifying pace despite the fact that he would have a penalty. Fernando Alonso in third, with George Russell and Mercedes in fourth, just ahead of Ferrari and Carlos Sainz, with Lance Stroll kind of being in there in the middle and sixth in kind of a weird place. A front of the Renaults and Lewis Hamilton, dude. They messed up his thing on the website. I was on, like, what I was part like, is it on? Uh, it, so I refreshed it and it changed. Uh, but at the beginning, right here, it said Nick DeVries McLaren in qualifying. So, yes. Oh. So I was reading McLaren. And oh, I looked wow. over and I was like, "That's not right." <laughs> and I was like, I, "I was like, I'm pretty sure McLaren did a little better than that." Yeah. Cause I was like, cause Logan Sargent had a pretty poor qualifying. Yep. And uh, I was like, dude, that sucked for is, Logan Sargent, man. Even on my list, there he is. What the heck? Well, all right, F one. Well, you got some bugs because Oscar Piastri was listed. Also, whatever. We're good. That wasn't <laughs> my fault. So, uh, anyway, uh, most things are. Uh, so it was a good race. Yeah. Uh, let's just. Uh, let's just start off with um, Red Bull because I think they're they're the ones to talk about. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm going to start off with Max first. Okay, he didn't win, but what? he went from P15 to P2, which I'm not surprised. I'm not either. But like, good it's, lord, like it is so unbelievably unfair right now. And I apologize, and I am sorry for all the other teams because uh, watching refreshing. Max just like breeze by the other cars on a like, of course it's on a straight, so that's like where they're they're the max speed. But it was easy. Yeah, it wasn't like crazy. Like even with in the beginning of the race, Fernando Alonso got ahead of Checo Perez. And then when Checo made a move, there was no defense from Alonso yeah, because he just knew. They just they're just taking it. Yeah. They're going for P two. They're yeah. not even going for the championship. Yeah. I haven't heard them mention one time we're fighting for the championship. Yeah. No. Um and one thing really interesting, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but um uh Lewis Hamilton was quoted after the race as oh, saying man. that 
Red Bull is the fastest car he's ever seen. I genuinely, I there's no wish we could get the W11 <laughs> and RB19. That'd be incredible. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. It, it all comes down to who would set pole, I think. Yeah. Because the Red Bull could follow. Sorry. The, okay. We're, I'm already talking about this. You know, where was the, <laughs> okay. So the Red Bull is easier to follow because of the new regulations mm-hmm. than the old cars would. Yeah. So if Max got pole and Lewis got second in mm-hmm. the W11, let's just throw that out there. Okay. Yeah. Lewis could pass him easier than Max would be able to pass him the other way. You think so? Yes, because the W11 would be harder to follow. Mm. So with that said, I don't know. I don't know if Max could beat it by simply because the slipstream is is like worse. Yeah. Riding behind it. If that makes any sense at yeah, all. Yeah, I get what you mean. So um but it would be super interesting. But basically nobody understands what when they say the fastest car, they don't mean the engine. They mean when the DRS flap is open, it is giving them twenty plus miles an hour yeah. difference. And no one knows how that's possible. Yeah. Someone figured something out I, I'm not saying like they're cheap. I'm not saying anything like I mean they figured something out. <laughs> yeah, where the air dumps the right amount of downforce mm-hmm. and they just I mean the car like floats by them. Yeah, it's insane to watch. It's crazy. I, I almost appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> we we did have some issues though with the car. Speaking of yeah. the, the ups and yeah. ups of it, we did have like you said in qualifying, Max had issues. We also had a drive shaft issue in the back half of the race on Max's car. Yeah, I thought maybe he was going to do that. I did too. I was scared he was. And like he was, I mean, he's always pretty loud on team radio. <laughs> but think? like uh, when I heard him, I was like, oh, that's like, I hear that before he DNFs from last year. You yeah, know? same. So that's, it got me scared for a little bit. Checo was also having a little bit of issues, but it wasn't as major. Yeah, they said something about the brake pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but luckily they both finished, uh, P1 for Checo, which is freaking awesome. Takes home his fifth win in formula one. That's, I mean, it was, it seems like he has more wins than that also. Yeah. For, yeah. I thought he, they, they, I saw that yesterday and I was like, oh, cool. And then I, I looked up like his career and it was like five and I'm like, yeah. what? But awesome, awesome race from Checo. Like, like I said, yeah. well, he didn't really have a fight this race other than in the first half when he was chasing Alonzo, but once he got past him, it was just smooth sailing. They cleared a 15-second gap, I think, to Alonzo. Something was crazy. like the peak gap between them, so that was pretty crazy. He also managed – I was going to go ahead and mention this too because this is relevant to Red yeah. Bull. Um, Lance Stroll DNF'd in this race mm-hmm. due to what – they haven't reported exactly why, but uh, the clearest answer was it, they said it was a hybrid system issue – which I think is a veiled way of saying a power issue, but specifically an electric issue. Yeah. Because I was trying to figure out, was this a Mercedes engine problem? Yeah. But it sounds like it's more of an Aston Martin computer issue. Yeah, that's. I thought it was an electrical issue. Yeah, so... At least that's on, on the broadcast, that's what I had heard. Yeah, so... Because right now, it seems like the Mercedes engine is the most reliable engine. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I don't know about Renault's engine, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so with that said, there was a safety car and because of this, which, okay, well, fine, I'll just mention it. So Lance, do you think they needed a safety car? 
Okay, here's the thing. They said they okay. couldn't find it on camera and that it was still... It was showing up on the map as, as on, on track. Yeah. But even if it wasn't, I still would want a safety car because like... It's an extremely dangerous track. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. You have one person do one wrong turn right there and goes into the back of that car. That's an explosion. Yeah, true. That's someone's probably dead. Yeah. Yeah. So I would rather not risk it. Especially the marshals. Yeah. I mean, they got to come around. Yeah, because there were people and on the front of his car. If that car got hit, and let's say there's a fireball, someone's getting at least injured. He did, and he did a really, really good job of getting it in a really great he place. Did. And maybe they could have dealt with just a virtual safety car. Yeah. But honestly, it didn't, like, think about it. What did it impact? It maybe it really. hurt Ferrari. Yeah. Um, but anyway, because of that, Checo also had to manage the restart, mm -hmm. and I thought he did that awesome. He did it really yeah, well on that. he crushed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was really impressed by that, so I just wanted to mention that now, too. Thank so, you. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did what they should. I, I, I think they did perfect in that situation. Safety car, I yeah. think, was, was needed. When in oh. doubt, might as well just do a safety car. Yeah. It's always worth fans complaining the race wasn't as good, which it made it a better race. Yeah. Um, yeah, because then you get a basically like a restart. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted any chance at Checo not winning, that was it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I Red Bull's just ridiculous, man. Uh, so, do you think the reliability is going to be an issue long term for the season? Because Max is now is on his second gearbox. He's on his second one. So, and are you familiar with the gearbox rules? Yeah, you're only allowed um what three or four. So it's one per five races. Yeah. So the teams are a little ticked off already because there were supposed to be twenty four races, and that's just one short of getting an extra oh, gearbox. Yeah. So uh, they were fighting for more. But anyway, long story short, theoretically he's already through a gearbox. Yeah, he is. They yeah they completely replaced it for this race. And I think they're going to have to replace it soon again. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, I think that's why the drive shaft was messed up. Yeah. So, um, that's, I mean. It's, I'm hoping it's not going to be a consistent issue. But it this the is. Race. Yeah, it finishes the race. But I'm scared they're going to have to go through like six gearboxes throughout the season. I mean, I can't remember what if the penalty is 10 or 20 for gearbox. I want to say 10. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Take a new gearbox every race. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm, old, I'm like half kidding, but just burn through them. Whatever happens, I mean, come at this point, I think Red Bull is going to have constructors clutched probably the earliest in history. Oh yeah. Um, unless what what Christian Horner confirmed a theory that I had had at the beginning of the season, mm. which he says that he deeply fears how everybody will catch up because they are out of wind tunnel time pretty Ooh, much yeah he didn't say it like that but like yeah. basically he was saying He's like we've used all our wind tunnel time other people have advantages i sent you the exact numbers over text i don't know how it pulled up right now but it's a significant amount i think if i remember correctly aston martin has like 400 hours and after the penalty red bull has like 50 hours in the tunnel mm. that's huge now granted aston martin last year was essentially a 2018 Haas. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so can Aston Martin catch him? Maybe. And I'll talk, I have a whole like thing to talk about Mercedes. Yeah, I can't find it right now. Okay, but it doesn't I matter. Do believe you. Um, something like that. Don't quote me on it, but look it up. It's a significant amount because um, they should have 107 or something percent. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so Red Bull looks unbeatable. 
So do you want to talk about? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So they are unbeatable. Uh huh. But our, but we're gonna talk about the drama. Okay. Uh huh. Max Verstappen got fastest lap of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, uh-huh. and do you know who had it on the lap before the final lap? Who who could it be? Checo Perez. Yep. The race winner, who mm-hmm. would have been above points of Max Verstappen if he had kept it. Yep. But Max on the final lap says, "What's the fastest lap?" His engineer then said, we're not concerned about that. He said, yeah, well, I am. Yeah. And then proceeds to take fastest lap from Checo without Checo knowing until they're in the cool down room. Yeah. And they did. Did they give Checo the same information? What did they tell Checo? Well, they told Checo, they told both drivers to slow down and to keep their pace at a certain minimum, which was 32.6, something like that. Or 33.3. Yeah, 32, well, I, I think they said 33.2. You, they, they, my, they said it weird. They yeah. said it in a weird way. Um, and Jacko was like, uh, okay. Yeah. And he's like, he was also mad. Like, we were talking about how Max last week was mad that they told him to slow down, or two weeks ago, that he was mad that he was told to go, slow down. And Checo was the same way. He's like, why? <laughs> I want to go fast. Yeah. I mean, that that point will matter. I mean. It will. Um, Lewis Hamilton once lost the championship by one point. Yep. Uh, he also once lost the championship by five points uh, in 2016 to his teammate, which yep. is probably the most relevant comparison year. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say we're looking at a 2016 Mercedes, but uh, this year, Red yeah, Bull yeah, 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 year. Um, so, I mean, what do you make of it? Okay, well, I want to finish explaining it because oh, in the cooldown room, okay, Checo. That's when he found out because he saw they were watching the screen, and Checo goes. Wait, you got fastest lap? Yeah. And Max is like, Yeah, well, we were only, you know, a tenth of a second behind fastest lap pace, so I thought I'd just go for it. And Checo just sits there and he's like, Did they not tell you to slow down? Yeah. And he goes, and or that's when he said that actually. And Checo did not look happy, man. Because <laughs> Checo could have had fastest lap again, I think. But yeah, he was he, doing he what the team told him. And the Max didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Checo thought he had it in the bag. Yeah. And until like any, I'm pretty sure he thought he. I mean, had eleven or or what is it, twenty six points? Yeah, he only has twenty five. Yeah, I mean that's that would make me mad. Yeah. Um. So and they didn't get fastest lap the race before. Yep. So, um, so he would have been ahead of Max in the in the championship. So yeah, it's. Thank you, thank you, drama. I needed this. Whoever scripted (laughs) this, thank you. Um, Also. Max's dad. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> Max's dad was not having it that Checo finished P1. Uh, Checo ran over to the team after his victory, yeah. is celebrating, and he is right beside Max's dad, and he doesn't even look at him, doesn't give him a pat on the back, doesn't clap. He just looks mad and just looks straight past him. Have you seen what everybody's comparing it to? Oh, um, they're comparing it to when Checo, when Max won in Mexico, yeah. and, and he's getting like a hug from uh, Checo's, Checo's dad. dad. Yep, dude. I, and then afterward, Max is complaining. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you take of this? I, I mean, I've come to the conclusion, and I said this like before they even started the season that Max is just Max is Max. Yeah, and he wants to be number one no matter what. I think, even if it screws over Checo. Yeah. So I mean, this could get bad. I, I don't it, think I don't think this is 
Right now, I don't think it's Checo and Max mad at each other. No. I think it's Checo and Max mad at their team for different reasons. Yes. But I think eventually it's going to get Max and Checo. Well, because... Well, here's the thing. Max was told to slow down and keep his pace yeah. behind Checo. Yeah. So that already, knowing Max, that's going to make him mad. Yeah. But then he disobeyed orders and went for fastest lap behind Checo, which made Checo mad. And so Checo's going to be mad the team didn't make Max stay in pace like he was doing because he for sure could have gotten fastest lap again. Yeah. But yeah. he didn't because he was doing what He's his team said. He's having less issues yeah. too. Yeah. So not only yeah, not only is that screwing over Max's car, it's screwing over his team's uh chemistry. Also, let's mention this too. They said this on the radio. They said every driver but one, which I think was Checo, set their best actually would have had to been. Yeah. Set their best lap on the final lap. Yeah. And Max's car with issues still did got the fastest yeah. lap. Yeah. What the heck, man? Uh so And they were I think there were two other teams that were going for it too. Yeah, all of, a lot of them were. Oh, yeah. So, um, two or three, that's all. I don't know what's going to happen, but all I know is the the tension between Nico. I mean, remember Nico Rosberg uh, when he won, he retired immediately. Yeah. So the I I don't know. I don't think Checo is as hot headed as Lewis and Nico were at their peaks because younger Lewis Hamilton is I don't was know. a little hot headed. Here's the thing. You think Checo's hot headed? I think Checo can be if he needs to. Yeah. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a Bottas situation. Mm. He will say no eventually. Bottas is more chill than Checo. I think Bottas is even on the lower yeah. end. Bottas is like almost. But I'm too saying like over. there's gonna be a moment where he's like, no, just and like Bottas only did that I think like once or twice, but still. I think Max and Checo are gonna get get hit like get in a wreck yeah. and take each other out. Oh, dude, that wouldn't. Especially, especially if there's a scenario like this again. Oh, yeah. Where Max doesn't have issues and they say, okay, battle it out. That's going to be, which, I mean, Max might just graze past him, but. Because think about it this way. Okay, Australia's next. Yep. So let's just, and then Baku. So that's uh, that's advantage Max, advantage Checo. Because obviously Checo is a god at street circuits. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like not, it's like not even a joke anymore. It's just a thing. Yeah. So let's just assume Max wins the next one. Checo gets P2. Then. The next race is Checo going to win that race, and like maybe they'll mm. wreck in Baku. I don't know, because how perfect would it be set up or the rest of our year set up mm. if most teams are bringing updates uh, to Baku? Yeah, barring one, which I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, so how perfect would it be if someone else wins that race because both Red Bulls wrecked, and now oh. it's <laughs> Red Bull and oh, these other teams might have a chance, which they won't, but yeah. they might have a chance. Yeah. I don't know. This whoever's scripting this season is doing a good job. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But there's drama. We'll see how this drama unfolds in the later parts of the season. I'm I'm interested to see what happens after this, but let's talk about somebody else since we've talked like for 15, 20 minutes on Red Bull. All right, well, like... we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Mercedes because I just can't, I gotta get it out of my system and then we'll fly through the rest of them. Because right. there's not really that much other interesting. Yeah, well, there's a... some Ferrari Ferrari stuff too. So yeah. um so lots of stuff has happened in the Mercedes world in the last two weeks. I'm going to start with okay. hours after the race where Mercedes had a big old meeting after Bahrain, big old meeting. And they decide, Oh, like, Oh man, we're not doing well. Mm -hmm. Everything's bad. We're down bad. 
So they start off by giving Mike Elliott, our technical director, an ultimatum, oh, saying gosh. fix the car, get out, basically. Um, so there's that. And then they write this fan letter, which everybody is making fun of. Are you, you're familiar with what I'm talking <laughs> Wait, about? Is this on their this is on their oh, Twitter? Oh, you haven't heard about this? I don't think so. Oh, they wrote a letter to the fans basically apologizing for Where being bad. Where is it? Where can I find this? Uh, dude, okay, everybody's making fun is of this. Is it on their Twitter? I'm surprised you missed this. I probably didn't send it to you because I was like slightly embarrassed, but also <laughs> um, but also I have like a really interesting take okay. about it. So like Formula Bone especially is like oh, ripping them man. in. He wrote a spoof of it oh, to his fans. Wait, is that I saw his yeah, the other so day. So he did it word for word. Oh but as a man. as a joke on Mercedes. And it ends with like, if you're not with us, that's okay. Yeah. No hard feelings. But if you're with us, let's do this. So Oh man. All right, this is gonna get like I thought I was like laying up awake last night thinking about this. <laughs> all right, so here's the situation. Yeah. Have they deleted it? Um. So I don't know. They didn't delete it. Okay. Uh it's it's it was like a day or two after last race. So go oh, back. Okay. To okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, you'll find it. Yeah. I read it several times. So um, <laughs> so I one hundred percent get why people on any other team is looking at this and laughing at Mercedes for writing this. Yeah. And I think in this situation, I know I'm Mr. Mercedes man. Whatever. I think you got to think about it and who this is written to. You know, mm-hmm. if I write a letter, if I l- write a letter to my mom, you know, you might laugh at me a little bit. You might be like, oh, I love you, mom. Ha, ha. Like, you know, whatever. Right. Okay, I but, found it. but it's to your mom. Right. Yeah. So um, I'll let you, do you want to skim it really fast? You can continue. Okay. Well, anyway, long story short, um, this was written to people like me who are really like, was like my heart broken after Bahrain who <laughs> I bought into all of the hype, you know, the black cars back, like we're, we're making this stand last year was tough. We're going to be back. And they just went too easy on this car. Yeah. Um, the thing about this car is it's super reliable, but they went super conservative this time. Mm-hmm. And basically it's probably the most reliable and stable ish car right now, mm-hmm. but it's just not fast. Yeah. Um, so, but I 100% understand that the teams that are P4 and lower could not give a crap less where Mercedes finishes. Yeah. Like, do you think, other than their alliances? (laughs) I've got to tell you something. What? So I have a friend of mine who's also into Formula One a little bit. Uh He's, uh, he's been watching for a few years. He's also a Red Bull fan. Yeah. And we were watching the race together yesterday. uh, Uh And I actually got to listen, hear Crofty. Uh, we oh, yeah. were watching it on his stream. And um, he goes, you know, I could care less where Hamilton finishes. Yeah. He's like, I just want him to lose. <laughs> See, that's how most people think. Yeah. There are people, Williams, Haas, Ast- uh, Alfa Romeo, Alfa Tari even a little bit, mm-hmm. that all of this time, it doesn't matter where Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes yeah. finish. Whatever order of those three it's just they're, they're just looking towards whoever the top one is currently. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. Merce- and and it's also probably a little insulting of Mercedes being like, we're so bad, uh, but they're mm-hmm. still crushing Haas. Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm complaining, I'm part of it. But at this, I'm I'm saying, oh, I'm so sad that Mercedes is so bad. Uh, yeah. But like, 
what are the McLaren fans thinking right now? Mm-hmm. You know, so like I understand where they're coming from, but as a person who is the intended audience, I appreciated it yeah. because I think in a lot of sports, there's no accountability. And I think that Mercedes, for the first time, they started to last year, they're taking full accountability. Yeah. And they're putting everybody on blast at the team. And I think that's okay because mm-hmm. I think they went, they took the wrong direction. Now they took the too safe direction, which is better. They are better this year. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, and and now here we are a week after that letter, and boom, news of a big breakthrough that they've made. Yeah. And it's going to take most of the season to finish. That's okay. I've accepted that for the most part. Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest bummer of the news is we were expecting an update in Baku, but they've decided to wait until the race after mm-hmm. Miami, which sucks because I'm going to be at Miami. Um, because they want to be able to have ample practice time and Baku is a sprint race, which is also interesting now that mm-hmm. I mentioned that because Checo's street specialist. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll get, oh, his he point could get back. some extra points. Yeah. So um, anyway, so Mercedes has made a breakthrough, which also happened exactly a week after the man himself, James Allison, who, if you don't know who that is, listener, mm-hmm. that is the brains behind the W11, which I'm still going to call the fastest car in F1 ever <laughs> uh, until until there is a street race Listen, between man, the two the of them. the man who drove that car yeah, says you're right. differently. You're right. So. All right, fine. <laughs> fine. Tied for the fastest car. <laughs> in, in the corner. Okay, it's faster in the corners. I know that for sure. Okay. It had the DR. It had the DAS the da system. It, it's faster in the corners. Yeah. So I would love to see. What well, would be a great track for this? What's like a really straight track and then curvy? Uh, Baku. Baku would be yeah. perfect. For, I want to see. That's the track I wanted to have. <laughs> anyway. Um, so he comes back, takes over. Why did they ever let him leave, first of all? Yeah. He left in July of 2021. Boom. Immediately bad things start happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's back uh, secretly, though, because there's only a few articles replacing it. But I have found him deep in Mercedes' website. Yes, I did go that far. Oh, um, so he's there. Uh, and with that said, so Mercedes sets the stage to have a terrible race in Saudi. Has a decent race. P5, uh, P6. Oh, sorry, P4, P5. Um, little confusion about mm-hmm. George. We'll talk about it in a minute. But... The last thing, and the thing that shocked me the most and just shows me where Mercedes is going the most, is Lewis parting with Angela Cullen, his, oh, his physio. I was stunned to see this. And at first I thought, I read her post first, and my first thought was, I, I saw it first. she too. must be re- just like retiring, doing yeah. something else. And then Toto says, oh no, it was Lewis's decision. And I'm just like... What? How is this possible? Lewis getting rid of his his number one? Yeah. And uh, basically, Toto said that, you know, sometimes when things aren't working, we have to make a change. And I think what I theorize is happening is that she thought Lewis, uh, she, this is total guess. Okay. Total guess. This is just what makes the most sense to me personally. Yeah. Um, I think Lewis is planning on being around for a while longer. Uh-huh. And I think she was hoping he would win his eighth this year and then retire. Yeah. And I think Lewis is committing to, I think we're, I, I think I expect to hear a contract extension soon, probably uh-huh. two years. Um, wow. And I think maybe 
she was thinking that they were going to be done soon. Mm -hmm. And rather than prolong it and then he has to try to, why, why not switch now? Mm -hmm. Go, all go ahead rebuild. And, yeah. and rebuild. So I, I think she wasn't, and there's nothing wrong with that. Because yeah. if there's something bad happened, Lewis wouldn't have posted about it. No, he didn't yeah, fire yeah. her. Like, you know, like it's like, it's just one of those things. She's been around a long time. I'm mm -hmm. sure that's a long time to be traveling like that. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, so anyway, I was stunned to see that. Very sad to see her go, but Man. hopefully it's the right call for everybody. Um, and she doesn't seem that bent out of shape about it. But the timing was surprising for her to stay for one race and then leave. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, Mercedes is looking up, and as. I will. I want to say one more thing, and then talk about Ferrari, and then we can just go back and forth with the other teams. Cool. Um, Mercedes is faster than Ferrari, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there. Uh, and with that said, that makes me very happy because that means Mercedes can fight for at worst P3. But honestly, I think Aston Martin might just be a phase of this season. Because, really? Yeah. Stroll is just not up for the task. Well, I think Alonso. I mean. Alonso's going to finish P3 in the championship. I think Mercedes will finish P2 in constructors. Mm. I just don't think Stroll's here for the the party. If every race ends like this one or the last, yeah, I mean, you're right. So. Yeah. So, But Stroll also out-qualified. Was one, just one out yeah. for this one. So, Well, so uh, anyway, tough. For, tough times at Ferrari as well. Mm -hmm. There's like a mass exodus happening at Ferrari. People going to McLaren of all places, yeah. uh, just wanting a fresh start or something. Um, power unit, Leclerc and Science are both way ahead on what they should be using. Mm -hmm. um, Leclerc already took a penalty. Science is at two of three of everything. I think Leclerc is wow. four of three on one thing. And uh, anyway, I all look up all the numbers, but That's crazy. they're over halfway through their engine allocations of everything. So more penalties to come. I, and they just don't look fast to me. And um, yeah, they compared to last year, it looks a lot worse. Yes, I wrote it down. Let's see what he says. I mean, they're obviously faster, but they just didn't have. No, the they were not faster. What? Uh, yes, uh, today. Uh, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. Uh, Ferrari team boss. Oh, I'm um, blanking on his name. The V. Uh, Fred Vasseur. Vasseur. He, he yeah, said that Ferrari was seven tenths slower in Jeddah this year than last year. That is what he oh, said. Sorry, today. I'm in in testing. Oh, and testing. Yeah. Well, this this track like when we they got were, the times. Graph their fastest times was slower than last year, so they're going backwards, losing staff. Mm. That doesn't seem like a top three contender to me because Mercedes is stable enough to <laughs> to weather the storm. Yeah. Now my take about Aston Martin, we'll see, but we'll see how that pans out. But anyway, uh, what I said yesterday to my friend when I was watching with him was that if Lance Stroll gets his stuff together, they've got P two secured. If not. Then Mercedes got it. Well, I mean, it really all comes, you know, Mercedes has an update coming, plus they're redoing their car. So, whatever the update is, yeah. that's what we'll know. So, and right now, I mean, they're ahead of them in the part of the season where Aston Martin should be ahead. Yeah. So, that was a really rough DNF for them to take. So, how did, uh, the, the only other real piece of news from this race is Alonzo. So, how about you talk about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Um, so, it was a sad day for Mercedes along with this. Eh. <laughs> well, you had a little bit of hope, it seemed like. Eh. Well, I mean, I'm sure you didn't, but hope is a Mercedes as a whole. <laughs> anyway, so Fernando Alonso gets his 100th podium. 
That's a W for Alonzo once again. Uh, well, a P3, not a W, but you know what I mean. <sighs> yeah. Continue. <laughs> anyway, what I wrote down was, it's a W for Alonzo once again, or is it? Yeah. Wait, no, it is. Okay. <laughs> that's how the that's how the race results went for the like the six hours after the race finished. So strong race from him. He held P two for a while until Max Verstappen caught up. Do, do, um, do, do, do. But he lined up on the grid incorrectly. So then he had a penalty. Which I mean, he did it in like the worst way possible. I he had did. sympathy for him because I know it's hard to see the front and then I <laughs> <laughs> then he his whole like tires width off of listen if you saw this person parked at walmart you would consider slashing their tires yeah exactly <laughs> so the he then didn't it's it's basically it's almost like Ocon last week he then took his penalty incorrectly which wasn't his fault so, uh the safety car at, during the safety car stop he pitted and the car jack was touching his car and they gave him a penalty for it at the on like the end of the race, right? They waited until after the podium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the which podium, is stupid to give him the penalty. So then George was awarded P three, and then like I think it was like six hours later, they after Aston Martin had appealed, they finally gave the podium back to Fernando Alonso because of they showed them seven instances of a jack touching another car during the same type of penalty stop. So, what's your opinion of this? I think. They were, I mean, Aston Martin was right because other cars have gotten away with it, so I think that's fine. But I think they need to make that rule clear because if not, every car is going to have the front and back jack touching that car now. Exactly. So that's 100% my opinion. I think it is a penalty, but I think they should always use historical stuff until specifically stated that they changed that rule. Which I think we're going to be seeing that changed real soon. Yes. Um, and so I do think that rule should be clear. That also kind of sucks for Alcon, though they had started messing with his nose as well. Yeah, bit. yeah. So it, that no, was, they, that, they had actually messed it up, I think. So I think he technically, what the rules have written, did break the rule. Yeah. But also, they just waited too long. Like, like it happened on lap 15 or something, and they yeah. wait to the end, so they didn't notice or whatever. Mm-hmm. They needed a way to wait for the ceremony until this is all, because it's just so, like, embarrassing. Oh, yeah. And also, pretend this is the trophy, okay? So, this is the trophy, and uh, here, Alonzo's got it. They walk it over to the Mercedes garage. Say, so here you go, George Russell. He goes, thank you. Takes a picture with it, posts it. Like, hey, hey, look at this. I got the trophy. And then three hours later, Mercedes has to walk the trophy back and give it back to them. <laughs> like, that's so demoralizing. Yeah, I don't feel bad. George wasn't upset. I could tell he didn't really care. Well, he and, said that they deserve the podium. Yeah, based off his interview. I mean, he, I mean, you could see the way he was walking around with it, too. At first, I was kind of like, hey, George, you're getting a little too used to having a a trophy here. Yeah. But anyway, uh it was they need to clarify that rule. And another interesting thing that I didn't hear anybody else talk about, but I was getting kind of heated about in the pre of last race, Bahrain. Yeah. There was a note, I don't know if you saw this. There's a note in their like pre-race things mm-hmm. saying that the top 3 drivers could no longer slow down after they crossed the finish line. Like you know, sometimes they oh, do that. Yes. Did you did you know that? I saw that? what you were talking about. Okay. I know what you're talking about. So Alonso slowed down a lot. A lot. He like, like a he nearly amount. stopped in front of his pit crew. He may have stopped in front of he his may pit have, crew. Yeah. Um, he served his penalty more correctly. <laughs> uh, so I thought he might get another five seconds. Yeah. 
Um, but he didn't. So maybe that was just a Bahrain thing. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so Alonzo on the podium. Good for him. I want to talk about one thing. Okay. Which is like pretty much the only other like big thing I have to talk about for this race. Okay. And that's McLaren. Oof. So in the first lap, do you want to tell us what happened to Piastri? I don't even know what happened to Piastri. He had contact and he lost the right tip of his front wing. And, but then not only did he pit, Lando Norris pitted to replace his front wing. Yeah, that was suspicious. But no one said anything about it and no one said why. Yeah. I, we still don't know. Like what, what happened? Why? What is going on? Yeah. (laughs) Also, Lando Norris was told to go easy on Piastri. Yeah, that was that I did write down. So is Piastri lead driver? That, uh, also, Piastri had worse tires. Old, yeah, older. I was like, it, why? and Piastri passes and then got repassed. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah. Like N- Norris conceded his position to Piastri. Like, what is going on at McLaren? I have right no now? idea, dude. I'm really worried about them. They need to have a serious update at Baku. Like yeah. they've been talking about. This is bad. It's really bad. I mean, they are looking like they're going to be sitting in P10 for a while. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they are. What it's if they bad. finish P10 in the Constructors this year? We're 10% of the Zach way Brown. through the season already. <laughs> yeah, Zach Brown is out, man. Yeah. Um, That's rough. But it's, again, it's only one point to overcome right now. Yeah, still. That's – it's just not a good look Lando struggling all. is what makes me worried. Yeah. Because, like, Piastri has never driven an F1 car, mm-hmm. and I have this other, other thing about, like, you know, I, last year I talked about I think George Russell's better at driving a worse car mm-hmm. than Lewis's. I think yeah. it's, like, a similar thing. Um, But, yeah. yeah, this is bad. That's fair. But they finished. They finished. They both finished. <laughs> That's the big thing, but it just wasn't in a good way, in my opinion. And they were not last. That is true. They were, what, 17th and 18th? 16th, 17th. Because oh. in P18 was Valtteri Bottas. I forgot For, about that. I, again, Alfa Romeo not telling us why. Yeah, I I've no I looked idea. that up yesterday after the race and s- I still have no clue. Because what, what did happened. Joe finish? Uh, what was it? What was he? Oh, P thirteen. Yeah. See, how is there that big of a difference? I don't, it, but it, that's that's not even the thing. Bottas was thirty six seconds behind the last McLaren. Yeah, who stopped an ungodly amount of times. What probably. Yeah, is I have happening? No idea. No idea. This, this race was just. Very confusing. Yeah, so we don't know what's going on. Teams are not being clear. So, like, see see why I appreciate what Mercedes is doing. Like, yeah. at least they're talking. I yeah. can't stand not knowing. So, um, I told you at the beginning of the season I want Mercedes to be competitive again. Yeah, we'll see. I have this whole other theory, and I mentioned this at oh, the beginning. I haven't Which, I mean, technically it. they are, just not to Red Bull. I think it's time for everybody to change their outlook on Formula One. Um, how so what how so oh how so uh because everybody views um i need to look something up to confirm when i'm i I know this but i'm just yeah sure before i bury myself in a hole that people (laughs) people are gonna be real upset by this take yeah um so there are kind of two eras of recent formula one in the last like 30 years or so. Yeah. And I'm going to call it. It basically has to do around the hybrid era. Mm-hmm. McLaren and Ferrari are old Formula One. Yep. 
And it might be time to realize that they may never be the top two dogs ever again. Mm. Ferrari especially, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. But if you look at the results, Ferrari won constructors in 2008, and they haven't won since. They haven't been that – the closest they've been was last year. We know how last year went. Yeah. Um, and and up comes Red Bull, and within not that long, yeah. uh, are three-time champions. Then Mercedes comes out of nowhere. I mean, they bought a team, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. come out of nowhere and crush everybody, and now it's Red Bull again. Mm-hmm. So I think we're living in a Red Bull, Mercedes, and maybe Aston Martin is entering the picture now Yeah. era. And I think we're holding to McLaren. We've been holding – We've been waiting. McLaren's been talking about being a top three team for as long as I've been watching, plus a ton of time. Yeah. And McLaren hasn't won a constructors championship in like forever. So now, obviously, Lewis Hamilton. And if Lewis Hamilton's the last world champion from you that, and you're not named Mercedes, mm-hmm. it's been a while. Oh, you yeah. know. So, and Ferrari, it sucks. That's a harder pill to swallow. I think people are coming around to the McLaren isn't a top three team anymore mm-hmm. idea, but Ferrari it seems they're trying to be something they're not yeah. and maybe they will make the right changes because I think they're just operating in an old fashion still. They're in an old mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you mean. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's a coincidence that the younger teams are doing better. And I don't think it's a coincidence that the only non vehicle constructor on the grid is winning. And I think it's because Formula One is about more than building a fast car. It's yeah. about the most fresh mindset. And I think Mercedes had that for a long time, and then Red Bull realized and now have beaten them at their own game. Yeah. And Mercedes has to catch up. And that's what they're doing right now is they're publicly resetting their mindset, and mm-hmm. hopefully it works out for all of us. And Aston Martin has done that as well. Yeah. Um. So I think my take basically is that Ferrari isn't who you need to compare to anymore. It's these t- is these other people mm-hmm. until Ferrari proves themselves once again. And I think McLaren is also in that boat. Yeah. So, which is sad. So, with that said, McLaren is scaring me. So, um, other teams. How about um, AlphaTauri? Tell us about. Oh, Yuki was funny. Oh, uh, dude. Well, you have Yuki actually. What? I have Pierre written down. Oh, you're right. I do. Why did Pierre? I write... Yeah, I tried to steal Gasly from you. I'm sorry. Alpine. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. What? I, he, he was stuck there for so long. <laughs> I'm just off today. Well, Nick DeVries had no improvement from last week. Oh, so. okay. Good story. <laughs> P14, uh, like I said, an AlphaTauri should always be P14. That's where he ended up. <laughs> nothing else really to talk it about. It's not an F1 race. Um, so Yuki had my favorite radio call <laughs> <laughs> where he gets passed. He just goes, No! <laughs> Like that's it. I tried to be. I tried. It's okay. Press her that one, dude. Yeah, I know. I because I actually wasn't. Um, I was actually looking away, and I heard on my TV, uh, and Yuki like drops to eleventh, and, and I hear it, and I'm like, what? Uh, Yuki, come like, again? I know that yell from anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's my second favorite behind Leclerc's like screaming. No. Oh yeah, no. that was rough. My favorite, one of my favorite memes of last year is, you know, how in episode three of Star Wars, when uh, Darth Vader finds out that Padme's dead and he like hits his knees and goes, no, yeah. they did that, but they put his <laughs> It's so good. Uh, oh, man. So that was funny. Yuki was P11. DeVries, you said, had a rough day. 
Yeah. Stroll. I already we already talked about. Mm-hmm. How about Haas? Nico Hulkenberg. Yeah. Yeah. P twelve. So it was improvement from last race, but just not close to the points again. Yeah. K Mag got points. He did. A point. More than McLaren. I I don't know if Hulkenberg will get one. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. what Hulkenberg's not getting a podium. Well, not a podium. He might get a point <laughs> this year. I he doesn't have any in his career, right? No. Oh, well, points? Yeah. He has points. Oh, okay. It's just There's not no podiums. podiums. Okay, yeah. okay. You know, I don't know. I might have given up on Haas for a, for a while. Yeah. Uh, they, keep, they keep fooling me into thinking they're going to have a good year, and then they just don't. Yeah. Like, and they never improve over the season. Like, yeah. I, I, I cannot remember a time when I thought Haas was better at the end of the year than the beginning of the year. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm really bummed about that, but it's okay. Because they're not the Americans we're rooting for anymore. That's right. That's we're rooting right. for Logan Sargent. Tell me about his race. Um, this was a rough one, honestly, because he looked strong. Like he was close to the points, but towards the last end of the race, man, he just fell back. He went from P twelve to P sixteen. Yeah, and I mean, it it was a bad weekend for him, man. Especially after qualifying when he had like a Q two race time. Yeah. Or, or, or quality pace. And then went over the yeah, line. Yeah, that was tough, man. So I have a little bit of a different take. I think he actually had an okay weekend. He's never finished here. Yeah. He's crashed in oh, all yeah, of his junior right. series. So you know what? This is a tough track. You know, he finished respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know they almost didn't let him race this race? Why? Um, so there's a rule called the 107% rule. Okay. And that oh, means, and actually Red this. Bull could be too fast for some people yeah. pretty soon. Uh, but you have to be within 107% of the time of the fastest car, uh-huh. I think, something like that. Uh, and because he didn't set a time, his fastest time was two minutes and 30 seconds, which is more than 107%. Oh, crap. So they, they let him do it on the basis that he looked fast enough yeah. in his time that got deleted but he could have not been able to wow. race. Yeah. So. Yeah, I forgot about that. Really. But they were like, Hat Williams, it's going to be fine. Last time we talked about that was like one of the first few episodes, I think. So yeah. So crazy. they're like, eh, he'll be fine. He'll be all right. We'll, we'll throw be him right. in the wolves. But, uh, you know, I think he's doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, And Williams looks like a midfielder. Yeah, they actually do. Uh, I, I mean, think- who do you think's P9? Like, who's like the second Haas? AlphaTauri, AlphaTauri, probably. Yeah. Well, it's between House and AlphaTauri. Yeah, I think. Um. Oh, one more thing about Mercedes, I didn't say is George and Lewis had a little bit of a tiff during the race. I guess you could say. Oh yeah. Where Lewis was on mediums and George was on hards. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what to think about this because at the uh, on the one hand, I was mad at George for not letting complaining about that. He was right in the end. Yeah. But I think what should have happened is Lewis gets by for now. You always put the person that's fastest at the time in front. Well. But it would have hurt his tires. I think I disagree with you here. I don't know. I, because what do you think? I, throughout this whole stint, I didn't care about any of the rest of the race. I was only focusing on George and Lewis's time. Mm-hmm. And Lewis was losing time to George. Mm. So you think it hurt? It would I, it would have hurt George. It would have hurt Mercedes for that to happen. To let Lewis buy. Yes. So yeah, I think it was ultimately the right call. Yeah. Um, and also, if that Alonzo penalty had stood, 
Oh, Lewis yeah. is only 0.2 behind a P4, and it's just like, oh, yeah, dude, that would have been... hurt. But they didn't tell him. That's the other thing is they didn't tell them. So there's bad communication all over the place. Mm-hmm. LeClaire was complaining about his... Uh, he had like a temporary race engineer this week. Oh, yeah. And he Bobby. did a bad job. And uh, and everybody's race engineers did something wrong this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that was the only other note. I think we covered everybody. Uh, Alpine. Oh, Alpine. That's, I think that's the only one we didn't talk about. Oh, uh, Albon DNF'd. Big yeah. sad. Uh, but, hey, you know what? Makes Logan Sargent not have to compare himself to anybody. That's so. true. America. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, uh, Alpine. Yeah, Esteban Alcon finished P, uh, P8. So he did get some points for them this week, but I think Alpine's going backwards in constructors. Yeah, so they keep saying, oh, we're going to finish... Uh, we're going to finish in the uh like points and i'm like are you yeah i mean i'm sorry P4. they're getting points yeah they're getting points they're, i don't think it's enough to hold p4 and they're eight and nine so like that's a clear sign of where they actually are yeah. and with a stroll and an album in the mix that's not points every time yeah so we'll see i think they're probably p5 this year yeah mclaren's we, not in it it's kind of no man's land that, P four is kind of no man's land, or sorry, P five is kind of no man's yeah, land. I don't uh, McLaren. I I just I can't put my faith in right now. I don't think anybody all. can. No. I, I'm worried about them. I also heard a theory that McLaren is stretching themselves too thin because they have a car running out of the same headquarters. Mm-hmm. Now there's a huge staff, of course. Yeah. Um, they have a car kind of in every series known mm-hmm. to man. Yeah. And they're probably stretching themselves too thin. Mm. Um. So. They should probably pull something. Maybe their Formula E team, something. I don't yeah. know. Allocate more resources to it. That's true. They're building a new wind tunnel and stuff, but like, eh. Yeah. It, it might help. So they're going to have plenty of wind tunnel time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, winner, loser of this race, Dawson. Winner going to be Checo. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's in a fast car, but for it being his fifth victory in Formula One, I think that that deserves a, win- a victory. Loser. Will be mm, Ferrari. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Ferrari. I was gonna say um, McLaren, but honestly, it's just not even a surprise. Yeah, I think Ferrari. They they can't lose what they did. Yeah. Have. Uh. So my winner, gotta give it to Fernando Alonso. Congratulations on your hundredth podium. Uh. One interesting note is no one has ever won a race after their 300th race, and he's much past that. Well, and I want Lewis to do it first, so oh, yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. Um. <laughs> and uh, loser. Uh. I'm gonna give it to Stroll. Uh. I think that's even though it's the same team. Uh, yeah. Rough day for him. You know, a, a day with potential with Max Verstappen behind him. Any day that you got Max starting behind you, you gotta maximize it for huh. sure. Um. Maximize it. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and also, you know, he fought so hard to be back and, you know, he has a pretty good race last time. And then first race where he's healthy on a power circuit, a place where they need to take advantage of, yep. he loses points and is pretty far behind his teammate already. So that's unfortunate. Um, next race, Australia. Uh, I'm excited for this one. Good one. Danny Rick's going to be on this, on the, on the scene. That's uh, right. And if Checo opens his mouth again, he might be trying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, any thoughts, predictions, hopes, dreams for the next race other than a Red Bull one two, which is already might as well just go ahead and book it. Yeah, let's just do one two for Red Bull. <laughs> uh, McLaren, I'm gonna say a point. 
No, not at all. <laughs> no, you don't I would so? say they have a DNF. Yeah, yeah. I at hope, least one. I'm hoping for Logan Sargent to get some points. I want him oh, to get yeah. his first points in Formula One. And uh, I mean, Mercedes is just not break my heart anymore. Well, I don't think they're going to go backwards. Keep your hopes up. Just kid. keep keep, <laughs> keep Mercedes. If Aston beats us, whatever. I just want to keep Ferrari behind yeah. us. So uh, I just don't. We can't go to P4. The garage will be too far. Their walk will be tiring. <laughs> I mean, like Lewis doesn't have his physio anymore. So, like, what if he doesn't stretch and he's gonna walk four paddocks instead of three? Oh man, maybe that's what it is. What a she had to carry Roscoe life. too far. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody's making fun of that one clip. I mean, it's funny, yeah. but uh, yeah, watch Lewis post like, "I'm parting ways with Roscoe." No, dude. that would be horrible. Oh my god, just quit. Oh, for real, for real. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that's been it. Uh, I don't have any predictions, honestly. I have Australia is a weird one for yeah. me at this time of year. Don't really know what's going to happen. Um, but hopefully, they get let Danny Rick drive like something all around the track. Yeah, for fun. yeah. Like a, a hot lap. That'd be cool. Yeah, oh yeah. That'd I'll be put really him in cool. his old uh, his old Red Bull without the halo that oh, they take yeah. around all the place. Yeah. Take yeah, let him drive that one around, and it'll be like set a really fast time, and people will be like, what? <laughs> Sorry, last thing. I saw this meme that I thought was funny, which is is Daniel Ricardo sitting watching McLaren burn to the ground. Oh yeah, him. yeah, I saw that. Oh my gosh! While, while his former team fights over fights to the death with <laughs> each other, and and Max said that Ricardo was his favorite teammate yep. he ever had recently. Yep. So Ricardo's just like, haha. So anyway, R- Ricardo's just losing but winning. I mean, I think. Do you think he would have liked this? Oh, they would have no. blamed him. I'm, okay, he's winning. No, he's, he's winning, winning for sure. Also, big loser Piastri for not staying for with Alpine because anything's better than McLaren right now. Seriously, dude. I um, bet he. I wonder if he's really regretting that. I don't know. I mean, he was source of a lot of drama and potential lawsuits. Yeah. So, all right, that's it for real. Follow us on the at the Pitwall Pod and come back after the Australian Grand Prix where we will break down and I will complain about Mercedes for thirty minutes once again. <laughs> <laughs> all bye. right, bye.